Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
If you believe, if this you believe, this very day, something good is going to happen to me. Jesus of Nazareth is passing my way. Something good is going to happen to me. Do you believe something good is going to happen to you? And that Jesus is passing your way today. Something good is going to happen to me. Jesus of Nazareth is passing my way. Jesus of Nazareth is passing my way. We are here because we know we have come before Jesus, isn't it? We don't see him here, but we believe he's here. And because he's here, what is going to happen to you? Are you going to live here the same as you came? He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. I don't know what is making you labor. But there's rest for you today. There's an answer for you today. There's open door for you today. If you believe it, shout and receive it. Say, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. And take your seat in the name of Jesus. He will have mercy on you. You are not living the same as you came today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We want to read from verse 1 following. We want to read from verse 1 following. And I will continue our message on the title, If You Love. I want to say, if you love me, if you love the Lord, hallelujah. If you love the Lord, hallelujah. So, we are talking about love. We are talking about love. And how you show your love to someone that you love. If you say you love, hallelujah. Um, the other day, um, I was singing this song. If you say you love somebody, you have to let him know. If you say you love somebody, I was saying that you have to let him know or you have to let her know about it. Hallelujah. So if you say you love the Lord, how are you going to let God know that you love him? Because you have to, it has to be seen and it has to be felt. Most importantly, it has to be seen. Hallelujah. So, First Corinthians thirteen one says, "Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not love, that where charity is love, and have not love, I am become as a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. I become noise. I become noise. Make a base of noise without any." 
Oh, you don't know how to make, you are too gentle. Oh, you are too gentle. You don't know how to disturb. Where are the other symbols? <laughs> this guy is too gentle. If you can't like a tinkling symbol, no meaning, nothing. You know? And that is, um, that is how many Christians are. And many people are. You see, you say you are doing the symbol, it's not without, with love. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. So doing all those prophecies, singing, and all those without love for God, you are nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profited me nothing. Hallelujah. It profited me what? Nothing. Then verse 4 tells us about love. 5 talks about love. Should I read it? Are you sure? Love suffered long. Love envied not. Love vaunted not itself and is not puffed up. Love does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. It is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity. But rejoiceth in the truth. Bearet all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things, endures. You know, if you say you love someone, the things you can go through for love, things you go through for love, thou knowest. Amen. Love never fails. Love never fails. Some things fail. Some things fail. If you are going to if you are working for somebody because of money, sometimes money fails. The money can get finished. If you love somebody because of his hair, like Pastor Francis, Reverend Francis, if Mouse had loved Reverend Francis because of his hair, because when he was young, he had Afro. Can you imagine what will happen now? Can you imagine? <laughs> he has got a hair bankrupt. Are you talking to me or what? <laughs> Is it me want to talk to you that you couldn't talk to me? <laughs> Richard, be careful. <laughs> hey. Hair can fail. Hair can go bankrupt. But if you love me not because of hair, not because of anything, then what? Love never fails. So Mao said, you have not failed, isn't it? He hasn't failed you. I feel quite well done no more. <laughs> Without the hair. So some things do fail. But as for love, it never fails. That is why God wants you to serve him out of love for him. Do you get it? If you serve God because of 31st night prophecies, because the first night prophecy, so the year's expectations. Some of us would have stopped serving God 10 years ago. If you serve God because of something that you're expecting, because God is patient, God, is, God himself is love and he's patient. He knows that the thing is going to come in 10 years. Do you get it? But you give yourself two years 
So to you it has failed. So you easily give up. Amen. Am I talking to you? Okay, okay. Like I see, I'm talking to you. So all these things will fail. They will all cease. Hallelujah. But love never fails. Amen. So one day, somebody went to Jesus and asked Jesus, Lord, which is the greatest commandment? Which is the greatest commandment? In Matthew chapter 22, 36. If you love the Lord, and all of us are here because we claim we love the Lord, is that not so? Or we love the Lord. So if you love the Lord, Matthew chapter 22, 36, he said, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Which one is great in the law? And the master answered, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with some of your heart. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with quarter of your heart. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart. And with all your soul. And with all thy, your mind. Hallelujah. With all your heart, your soul, and your mind. That's why sometimes when a young man loves a young woman, you can easily say that he has lost his mind. <laughs> he has lost his mind. You know, when I was growing up, my grandmother always used to say that, what to do? But you know, what to do? It's like he has bewitched, they have bewitched him. Because the way he loves the wife, not, I mean, anybody I knew, I mean, you'll be talking about something. I said, do you see? So sometimes when you love, it's like you, you have lost your mind. Do you get it? And until someone tells you that you have lost your mind for Christ, until you are told, until you hear that you have lost your mind for Christ, the love. How many of you have been told before that you have lost your mind for Christ? Nobody has told you yet. Hey! That you are very alert. Charlie. So, you should love God with all and your strength. Some of you, when it comes to some, some other things, the way yourself can come. Hey. But when it comes to God's things, so you can see, is you can see if someone has lost his mind for a wife or for a husband. Amen. You must, you must be able to lose your mind for your wife, but in the Lord. Do you get it? And you must be able to lose your mind for your husband, but in the Lord. Because if it's not in the Lord, but I realize you are walking and say, you, you, you are George Bush, you are... This, you've gone wacko. Do you get it? What have they written behind the car? Fear what? Fear man. Fear woman. <laughs> and save your life. Fear who and save your life? Man. Woman. Man. 
So fear human being. Fear human being. And save your life. Okay. So today, we, we, we got to know that if you love the Lord, you see, if you love the Lord, one of the things we will see is that you, you will really obey God. Is that not so? You obey him, you will be, it will be seen, and you cannot say you love me. You know, when I loved my wife, it was seen by people. Do you get it? Everybody realized that this is the woman I love. If you are a brother, there are five girls in the church, and nobody can tell which one you love. Every one of them is like your beloved. You got a problem. Big problem. Do you get it? Because, okay, okay, that time they were your friends. They wanted to marry. Then after that, we said, can't see of the five. Which one? And we are confused. Do you get it? We should be able to see by your actions. By who you spend time with. Do you get it? But those who sit by you. And all those things. That this is the one. Or the person you talk to most. This is the one you are into. By your actions. We will see that this is the one you love. Amen. So one of the things you will see. If you love God. If you love God. And how many of you ask of us here love God? Please. Sincerely. You are not sure, isn't it? Okay. How many of you love God? If you love the Lord, you will love the brethren and their sistering. <laughs> if you love the Lord, one of the things that will be, will be seen or we can use to see that you love God is your love for the other Christians, the brethren. Without that, you cannot say you love God. Hallelujah. You cannot say you love God. Let's read 1 John 4, 20 to 21. And this is the greatest message. You get it? This is the greatest message. We are talking about the greatest commandment. Which is the greatest commandment? Greatest message. And the second one is unto it. So you see that the second one is trying to come in. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. So if a man say, I love God. If a man say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. How many liars are in church today? Is it when, when you only think that liars are those who stole money and they ask them, say, did you see the money? He said, no. And they stole it. They say, you are a liar. Do you get it? You only think liars are politicians who said they would bring a road and they didn't bring say you are a liar. But this one too, Bible said that if you hate, if you hate your brother, you are a liar. How many of you have been Christians before? Okay, you are still Christians. So how many of you here love God? How many of you love God? How many of you have anybody in your heart that you, how many have hated before? Hey. So we've all lied before. How many of you still hate a brother? You. God, God bless you for being honest. 
How many of you, even some of you, it's not your brother, it's your husband. Some of you hate your husband, not, not your brother. You hate your wife, not your brother. Eh? Some of you hate your child. And you hate your mother. But they are all inclusive in this brother. This brother is general brother, including everybody. Amen, including your pastor. How many of you, as you are sitting here, there is somebody in your life you hate? Please, let's, let's be real, for real. You are living here with forgiveness of sins. You are living here cleansing. Say, Jesus of Nazareth, something good is happening to you right now. As you re- lift your hand and receive healing in the name. I see now you are raising your hand. When I say receive healing, there you are raising your hand. Receive healing in Jesus' name. Okay. Is it the amen you are saying or the brother you hate? <laughs> so, Bible says that how can he love God? Whom he has not seen. You see, you say you love God. You haven't seen God. Do you get it? And so the only way God can see that you love him is when you love your brother and you hate not the brother or your husband. And this commandment, how we from him, that he who loved God loves his brother also. Amen. So if you love the Lord, you have to love the brethren. And we have told you what love is. Love is what 1 Corinthians 13 has told us. Do you get it? Love is long-suffering. Because some of the brothers, it's very difficult to love them. How many of you know that there are some people, it's very difficult to love them. It's easier to hate them than to love them. But because what they are doing, they always provoke. I see, even there, I say always provoke. Love is not easily provoked. So, are you saying they always provoke? Love is not easily provoked. So, this is love. And so, for you to hate your brother, it means your brother has really hurt you. Because, how many times should one sin for you to forgive him? I mean, how many times should your brother offend you for you to forgive him? Four times three. Four ninety. Four hundred and ninety a day. Four hundred and ninety times a day. So it means that the person really has. And how many? How often did you do you see the brother for four hundred and ninety times a day? He has done something against you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's not possible. What Christ is saying is that it's not possible for you to hate a brother. And yet people hate people. People hate people. Hallelujah. But you shouldn't. Because one of the signs is that you love the Lord. And your evidence that you love God is how you love people. You get it. The evidence. You can't come to church and be raising your hand. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. Maybe a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. And you think you love God? No. Show the love. You know, recently there was even an advert on television. You know, so which advert was that? There was some advert on television. They said, If you love me, it's not guys. Show your love. <laughs> Is there a song? 
No, 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 no. It's an advert I saw on television. Okay. So, how would I see? How would I see that you love God? It's how you love the brethren. Do you get it? Because you cannot see God. And I always give this example. That many of us, when we get our food, we say, thank you, Father, for giving us this food to eat. And you never say thank you to the person who cooked for you. Well, I didn't see God cooking for you. Do you get it? You didn't see God cooking for you. But thank you. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Father, for giving me this food. And because sometimes, sometimes, because of what your, either your, your house help or your wife has annoyed you, you don't even want to look at her face. Do you get it? So they bring the food. No, even God, the anger has gone to you. How can you see, say thank you to God who didn't cook for you? You didn't see. And the person who cooked for you, you are saying thank you. Are you get what I'm saying? So the evidence that you love God is shown by the way you love people. You show love to people. Amen. And it's not automatic. You know, there are some people, they have children. But you realize that they love other people more than their children. The evidence of the love. Because I know somebody, he had children and he died. When he read his will, he willed all his property to a cat. Whom he loved. A cat whom he loved. So, uh, <laughs> in death, they got to who really was the love of his life. Do you get it? Who really was the love of his life? It was his cat. So the cat really lived well. <laughs> if the cat is going to town, they put the cat at the back of the car. And they were driving a cat in the car like that. Yeah. I know a man, he also had a wife, had children. But when he died, he willed all his money to um, a lady who was serving at a restaurant. And every, because every evening she went there, not that she was in love with the lady, no. Every evening she went there, he went there to eat. And the way the lady would serve him, but when he comes home, the way the wife says, it's like, a <laughs> then when the food comes, you see that the rice is there, and then the contemporary is on it, and the, I think the, the contemporary was put on the rice three hours before the husband came. So you see that all the oil has been sapped like this, and the contemporary has even um, dried like that, and it's going in like that. And then the thing is cold. The food is cold, and he will look at the wife and say, please, can you heat it for me? Can't you do it yourself? Or even he won't ask. But you know, you know that the food is cold. Do you get it? But, there's no, but this one at the restaurant, when he goes, the woman will nice, even if it, she was working, she was doing something that she liked. That's why a prostitute got married to somebody's um, husband. Is it somebody's husband? Pretty woman. Was it somebody's husband? The man's wife had died. That film, Pretty Woman. Uh-huh. And the, the woman was, was a prostitute. But the man had a lot of money. Very rich. And nobody thought that the man would marry the prostitute. You get it. But the man had some one night experience. Shabaye. 
Shakata bombos. The man has a one night experience. After the experience, mm. oh my <laughs> The man had just one night experience. I say, yeah, be wimp patrol. I did that, baby. <laughs> So, even though the woman was a prostitute, the woman served the man well. Do you get it? So, she provoked the man's love. She provoked the man's love. So, there's something you do (laughs) to provoke. If you love God, do something to provoke him. Hallelujah. And the provocation for God is that love your brother, love your sister as yourself. Amen. Love your brother. The people are looking at me. I'm just, I'm changing the message. (laughs) Love your brother, love your sister as yourself. So if you watch, if you're a woman and you watch pretty woman, or you, you hear this, all that you need to do is to just put your house in order. Do you get it? And if you're a man, you have no license to go after. Is this a license? Bishop is saying, I preach you Monday. Preach you no day, nowhere. <laughs> I'm just preaching and I'm giving an example. Before you send a test, I say, You see what I told you? <laughs> Amen. So show by the way you love your brethren. Hallelujah. And what, when was the last time you showed out to a brother? Which we'll talk about. Amen. Because showing love to a brother doesn't mean that, you know, some of you are in the church and instead of loving the younger women as your sisters, do you get it? You are loving them as girlfriends. That's what you are doing. You are in the church. We have given you small position. Be a shepherd. Small, <laughs> small post we give to you. You see, you are using it anyhow. And disturbing the sisters. Do you get it? And let me tell you, if you are a sister in this church, we always tell you that the brothers here are not supposed to sleep with you. Have we told you that? Oh, you are not answering me. <laughs> Have we told you that? Uh, uh, don't, start, don't intentionally be chatting. I'm asking you a question. Don't intentionally be chatting. I'm asking you a question. I'm expecting you to answer. Have we told you that? Aha. Uh-huh. So, the love we are talking about is not that kind of love. Bishop says we should love one another. God says we should love one another. That's not what I'm talking about. Do you get it? And I'm also talking about mistake, but that's also not what we are talking about. Do you get it? So, the love we are talking about is going to come soon. Love your brother as yourself. Let us see. Number two, if you love the Lord, how would we know? You lay down your life for the brethren. You lay down your life for the brethren. John, 1 John 3, 16. 1 John 3. We are talking about the greatest number one commandment. Number one commandment is not tithe. It's not 
joining a ministry is loving the Lord. Hallelujah. Loving the Lord. 1 John 3, 16. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. He laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Hallelujah. He laid down his life. God laid down his life for us. So hereby we see the love of God. So if I want to see the love of God in you, Eddie Rich, I need to see, it must be shown in how you lay down your life for the brethren. Hallelujah. It's a sign that you love God. Amen. Now what you are prepared to lay down your life for, it shows what you love. Do you get it? Like the story of the woman who was very, very spiritual. Very spiritual, very spiritual, very Christian, everything. All night, tongue-talking, fire-spitting Christian. Then one day, a man in the village proposed to her, or in the town. And the man had money, and the man too was married. The man had money and was married, and the man proposed to her. Now, how did she show her love to what he loves? Because whatever you are prepared to lay down anything for is what you love. Do you get it? But this woman, she put away her ministry and accepted the man's love. Which means that she was ready to lay down her ministry, lay down everything for the man whom she Loves. I get what I'm saying. So what you are prepared to lay down your life for, it shows who you love. There are so many politicians, even in this church. They look. I have been. I have had issues with politician people in the church because maybe it was campaign time. It was something, and maybe they wanted me to say something for their party. And both sides, until we have another side, both sides, they will come and say, why did I say that? Why did I say that? And some really left church. They actually left church. Because I did not say some for the political party. So they left church. So you see, you see what the person is ready to lay down his or her life for. It's clear. It's clear. I mean, there are some people in this church, when we say let's go out for outreach, they will never show their face. But when a political party says let's go out and do polling agents and pull, even the one that they can chase them and throw stones at them, you will see them there. They wear t-shirts. They will have the, the t-shirt of the political party and they wear the hat of the political party and you see them going with them. That is actually what the person is telling you that he or she loves. All along. All along. You know some people can pretend. Recently, during the um, elections, there was one region and they went for polling agents and they gave them t-shirts so they all wore it. 
So they are, they are pulling agent, they were counting their money. Hey, money. They are counting the votes. When they finished and they declared that this political party has won in, the, in that region, then they all removed their T-shirts and they revealed that there was another T-shirt. Hey! And they also know but they were wearing one under. So when the results were declared, MPP, this, NDC, this, and they were jubilating, then they removed the thing. Then they showed their true colors. We and I don't know. But you, dear. I was just using you. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. So the person you are prepared to lay down your life for shows you. And I want to ask you, what are you prepared to lay down your life for? Some of you are prepared. To, when it comes to a girl today, Kinsley, some people can lay down their life for the girl. I'm telling you. And laying down your life can be construed in so many ways. Maybe some of you are in church. You, you say you can't talk. When we say if you go and meet you, oh, me, I can't talk. I'm a shy person. But when it comes to girls, the way you can rap. Hey! We say give your tithe. You never give your tithe. But let a girl, even, even today we took an offering. You didn't give an offering. Let a girl cross away and take you to the canteen, the restaurant there. You buy coffee, you buy chichinga, you buy drink, you buy the, you do the person show. And may God let the person say no. When all is said and done, for not giving an offering and doing that. Mm-hmm. So what are you laying down your life for? And who are you ready to lay your life down for? Amen. So consider, ask yourself, laying down your life in the it also means time. God, time. Your time is your life. You wake up in the morning, what do you do? You, you spend a lot of your life working. So what do you, what will you lay down your life for? Elikem. What do you, do you lay for God? Or for who? That is what it means. Do you get it? That's what it means. And that's what sometimes, see, we don't say many of us will love our mothers. We, we saw them laying down. Not that we don't love our fathers. We love our fathers. Maybe they were doing it back door. We didn't see. But at least we could see that the mothers were selling their cloth. I remember. They were selling their cloth to pay fees. And the fathers were giving them money to buy more cloth. So what they are selling, we give them the money. Which I think it's both. Before it becomes a problem. Yes. He said, they used to sell their cloth. They used to do this. They laid down their lives for us. And they're always doing it. They're always doing it. So what you are prepared to lay down your life for? Are you prepared to lay down your life for any brother in this church? In the sense that if the brother is not coming to church, you rescue them. You lay down. Even so, if you laying down your life, you're laying down some small data. Sparing some data to call somebody. Are you ready to do that? Meanwhile, you have data that you chat unnecessarily with people, girlfriends, boyfriends, people's wives, people's husbands. Always chatting with them. 
Even your own wife, you don't chat with her like that. Your own wife. And every brother who finds yourself sending a lot of texts to another person other than not every brother, every spouse. Send texts to another person otherwise than yours if it's not work-related. Then there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Ask your friend, do you love the Lord? Why have you suddenly changed? <laughs> There's something wrong. Yeah, unless it's work related. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you love that, you lay down your life. When we take your phone, we should see Basenta, Basanta, this, this, this. We should see. But when we take your phone, all that we see bed, four by four bed, two by two bed, resorts, women. This, that, that, that's all that we see on your phone. Hey, bigmama.com. All that, that, that we see. If you love the Lord, that's what some of you, your phone is locked. With, with combination of you yourself, you forget every two minutes. <laughs> every two minutes, you have to take your phone for, for them to unlock. Because the things on your phone, if your spouse should see. So you have locked your phone. Even you yourself, you have locked it from yourself. Hey. So if you love the Lord, you will give up. You will sacrifice. Hallelujah. And that sacrifice is mostly seen in the church. After where, where can you show love? In the church. So we don't see any love. We don't see any love. If you love the Lord, 1 John 3, 17... And I'm going to close very soon. First John 3, if you love them, I said, oh, preach, 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 preach. But, okay, First John 3, 17. But whoso hath this world's goods and seeth his brother or sister have need and shattered up his bowels of compassion from him or her, how dwelleth the love of God in him or her? Do you get it? How dwelleth? And this is very much explained. This is very much explained in the scripture. Let's say that I was hungry and you did not feed me. I was in prison and you did not visit me. This is very much explained by that. That if you see a brother in need, do you get it? I mean... This morning I saw one of the brothers dancing. And I realized that even the shirt he was wearing has not been ironed. But he was happy. He was dancing. And it occurred to me, how many have a lot of shirts that even, they don't even know, if you lose some, you don't even know where, you, you may not even know. If you take your things to laundry, maybe you took 25 and they brought 17, you don't even know which one is missing. You have a lot. And then the, the person, and you, the fact that it will not even occur to you that the person is wearing a dress that is not iron. It doesn't even, it don't even care. That's the whole thing. You don't even, the fact that the care must even come first. Before it even, you take the action. But you don't even care. It has not occurred to you. There's no compassion. Well, I say you love God. You love God. If we go to some of the women, rather they are, run out their wardrobe. You can't close it. They can't. I mean, they use a lot of 
time to close their wardrobes. Well, there are people in the church. There are people in the church who are just like you. You and don't 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 carry it and bring it to wash it, iron it. If you cross I put a tag on it, go to Ofatam, correct Ofatam, and put on it Ofatam 17. And give it to the person. Look, that shows that you love God. That shows. That shows that you love God. You can't even wear them. There are so many you can't even wear them. Recently, I was talking to some people. And then somebody said, where, where somebody, somebody said something about clothes. And the other person, you, you know what? If you don't like you, call me to your home. I'll come and collect it and iron it. I have a lot of people in my village. I'll go and give it to them. That's what the person said. But then I realized that, yes, this is how we should think. Do you get it? But how many of us come to church? How many of you come to church? You care about a brother. You care about a sister. I mean, there are some people in this church, I just call them and I say, take care of this person in school. I don't even think about it. Take care of this person in school. Take care of this person from this, from this. I just said, do it. And they do it every time. They do it. The other all night, I told somebody, I said, it's your turn. I hope she's here. I said, it's your turn. You have to look after somebody. Whether in school or whatever, do it. But let's come to the shoes. And don't look at mine now. Let's come to your shoes. <laughs> let's come to your shoes. You have a lot. And your leg is big. So if your leg is big, you can get a lot of people to give to. If your leg is small, not many people can wear your shoe. Do you get it? Brother, show some love. Tell your friends, say, show some love. Show some love. Let's see some love in the church. Let's see some love in the church. And you see, you don't give to that, those kind of people. You don't give it to them because you know you get anything from them. You just help them. Just help them. Sometimes I look at our dancing stars. Little, little, little girls. And I say, it will not take much for two or three people so that we will make you look nice every time. It doesn't take much. He said, and also, until if there are some things when you are told before you do it in some way, it's not everything they should tell you. It should also occur to you yourself that I've been in this church. I've seen this for so many times. What can I do to show love to somebody if I say I love the Lord? Are you get what I'm saying? This is the greatest commandment, too. This is the greatest commandment. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if you love the Lord, you have to love the brethren. The sign of your closeness to God is the way you, you give to the, the needy. Do you get it? The way you give to the needy. We did an orphanage envelope. Did you, we didn't even return it. You, it is still in your bag. So an orphan's rice, an orphan's lunch, an orphan's socks, it's still in your bag. And you say you love the Lord. Hey, when it comes to your son's school fees, that one, you, you know how to raise money for the school fees. But when it comes to orphan's, orphan's 
rice that you eat for Christmas is still in your bag. Hey, if, do you love the Lord? If you love the Lord. Amen. You have compassion. You have compassion. On the needy. And as for the poor, we always have them with us. You see, one of the mistakes we do is that somebody must not show that he or she is poor. Do you get it? That means that the person doesn't need to wear a trouser that you can see the buttocks. Even that one, because this is a star, so you don't know which one is. You know which one is not a style of God. This is the torn jeans and things. Those days, when you see that, the thing is also onibi. But this is, when it's, torn, it's a style. So you don't even know which one. It's even more expensive, the torn ones. Uh, but damn. <laughs> That's even more expensive. Do you get it? So, because many people, in fact, the people who really need, they don't even show it. The people who really need, they don't even show it. They, they rather are believing God. So they come to church dressed. They are content. They are content. They don't even show it. That is why when somebody comes to church within two days, he's asking for money. I don't mind the person. And you have to be wise. Some people, they are there. They just come and look at the cars here. And then they just target you. Then when they close, no, can you give me two CDs? No, we don't do that. We know we can see, you can feel those who don't have. We see them dancing all the time. We see them all the time. Are you get what I'm saying? We see them coming to church all the time. Katie sister, don't you see them coming in all the time? Katie sister, let me hear your voice. You see them coming. Yes, you are there. You're always receiving them. You are the one who received them to sit down. So you know them. What have you done? What have you done? So, this is the love. This is the love. Hallelujah. And in closing. If you love the Lord... You will be a shepherd so that you can care for the brethren. If you love the Lord, you will be a shepherd so that you can care for the brethren. If you love the Lord. John 21 and 15 following. This is very, very important. Very, very important. If you love the Lord. John 21, 15 following. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than this? You know, some people have the opinion that they had going to catch fishes and they were grilling the fish. So Jesus was asked, do they love more than the fish, more than the work they are doing? Do you get it? Do you love me more than this? Do you love me more than your work? Do you love me more than your wife? Do you love me more than your husband? Do you love me more than your car? This. Do you love me more than this? Peter, do you love me more than this? Then Peter said, yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. 
Thou knowest that I love you. You know that I love you. Do you get it? Then Jesus asked again. The next one. He said unto him, no, the second time. He said to him again the second time. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest I love, my, I love thee. The first one, what did he say when he said he loves him? He said that, feed my lambs. You see, so, so if you say you love me, you get it. Do this for me. If you say you love me, do this for me. Are you get what I'm saying? Then the second time, he said, do you love me? <laughs> then he said what? Feed my sheep. So that is the love. You get it. Do something. The reason is to do something. Do you get it? And that, that do something is not a young man who is not married to a young girl. And he said, if you love me, prove it. Do you love me, prove it. And then the brother is angry with you when you say you won't do it. I won't do it. The, the brother is angry with you. That you say you won't do it. Because if you love me, show it. Show it for just once. Just let's do it once so that I know that you love me. How many of you have heard this before? No, no, no. Don't forget. Forget about Mr. Kutisi. I say, how many of you have, loved, have said this before? If you love me, show your love. Okay, when you are an unbeliever, when you are an unbeliever, if you love me, show your love. Hey! If we are some people so... As some people so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially the brothers. They put pressure on the sisters. Pressure. When their things are up and running. Yeah. It, eh, he put pressure on you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> put pressure. Because me, when I was, when I was in the relationship, I was putting pressure on my beloved. No pressure. Pressure. Pressure because I was a young man. And I was burning. I was burning. I was burning, young man, burning, a young girl, fine girl, walking around, fine girl like that, walking around. But Bible said, if you know you cannot control, you are going to burn, then marry. Then marry. But the burning there is day. So burning. If you are burning. Go and find some water to quench your burning. That means look for money and marry. And it doesn't take money to marry. When I was burning and I wanted to marry, my wife was prepared to live with me in my one room, in my one room, small hall. The bedroom is big, but the hall is small. Ah, I don't know whether it's chamber hall, chamber or half hall. Hey! And where I was going to take care from? I could also say that I'm waiting. Because after I was working at the bank, I could, I could wait and say I'm getting three bedroom flat, 
with air condition and everything. But you see, the burning was more than the waiting. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You people, as if you have, uh, I think I'm talking to the wrong people here. I think I have to go and look for, I'm talking to angels. I think angels come to church today. I have to go and look for a church that human beings are there. Because look at them, those grisly girls, the way they are looking at me with their faces. And they said, hey, where? Hey. If you love me, not eat my sheep. Did you hear that? If you love me, eat my sheep. Is that what the Bible says? If you love me, cook the sheep. If you love me, feed my sheep. Is that what it is? Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Get one to marry and feed the rest. You have to meet a need and feed the rest. Then he said the third time. Can you see how important this is? No, I'm just emphasizing how important this one is. The third time he said it again. But he said to him the third time, Balance! Son of Gazanowski. Balance, son of Gazanowski. Do you love me? Do you love me? And sister, don't be worried to ask your husbands three times if they love you. <laughs> no, your husbands, they already married you. So don't be ready to ask your, be the person who says he loves you, ask three times. Then when you ask, they say, then keep me. Keep my virginity. Hey, sisters, say hi. You see, your voices are going down. Your voices are going down. Anyway, so, if you love me, buy me iPhone. Hey, this one is wild. This one is deeper. If you love me, Buy me iPhone. But third time, third time, Peter, you love, and look at what happened. Peter was grieved because Jesus asked him three times whether you love me. Three times. And he said, Well, he was getting angry. He was getting irritated. He was getting angry. He was getting irritated. So he said unto him, Lord, you know all things. You know I love you. If you don't think I love you, it's up to you. If you don't think I love you, then Jesus just wasn't, he wasn't bored. He said again, feed my sheep. In other words, what? Be a shepherd. Who is a feeder of sheep? A feeder of sheep is a shepherd. A feeder of sheep is a shepherd. 
And I have given you several opportunities in this church to love God. We have forced that even, even the, 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 the newest person in the church can have opportunity to show love to God. That's why we said that if for nothing, get five friends to show your love to God. If for nothing, just get five people. Five people whom you call friends. And just use it as, as a, a common basis for showing love to God. Because you can one day stand and say, oh, I took care of five people. Because that's the evidence of your love. Which is the greatest of all commandments. The greatest of all commandments is love the sheep. Feed the sheep. So, this morning, I want to say your greatest show of love for God is going to be seen by whether the five friends we gave to you, what did you do with them last week, Abeku? Do you even know your five friends? You want to laugh at somebody, now it's your turn. <laughs> Who are your five friends? Mention, I know he will know, this guy, he will, he will see that. I want, to get some, I want to get someone who will not know. How many of you know all your five friends' names? And you have called them. How many of you know all your five friends' names? I'm looking at this four, first four. Or you yourself, you are somebody's friend. Uh, so, how many personal leaders are here? Personal leaders. You see, you see what I'm saying? Do you love God? Take care of his sheep. That's the only way you say you love God. It's not the, only the worship that you kneel down, you raise your hand, you don't know. It's not only that. The five sheep God has given to you, you have to show, demonstrate that you are feeding the sheep. Are you get what I'm saying? Five, if, if you love God, five o'clock, you should know where your sheep are. Today, where is your sheep? Your five sheep, where are they? Can I, can I be confident and call you? Because you're a bishop's wife, I don't want to call you and... Eh? Are you sure? <laughs> bishop's wife, oh. They're in church. Eh? Bishop's wife, they don't tell lies, so... I would even... I won't even go and ask her anything. But I want to call her and see, when it's bishop's wife, they leave them, when they call her, love! Show your love. So let them come to me, eh, favor. You are not a um, personal leader. How? And you are happily in church. But those who, are, who want, they have gone to see them that want friends. Look, if I hear you know you can. Five sheep means that we give you five friends. We give you five friends. That's what that shepherd leader is. And those five friends, you make sure they come to church. You make sure you test them. You make sure how they are doing, how are they doing. The only thing you don't do is you don't visit them. Because at this stage, your friendship has not developed to visitation. You don't visit them. If they need visit, you look for a pastor to visit them. Go home, we'll give you the friend. We didn't do any background check of the friend. Before you said that he's my friend. Do you get it? He's your friend in Christ. So, if you can be a shepherd, a, a, a friend of five, 
you have to come and show some love. How many of you love God? How many have sheep that you follow that shows you love God? How many don't? Good. So you have to have sheep. So all your five sheep, have they been sending their report to you, Nenequia? Very late, your love has gone cold. And very soon, we are going to change friends. Can you imagine? You are a friend of friends. And about time, realize you are no longer a person. Tell that the five, you couldn't take of them. Say you love God. You don't love God. Amen. If you love God, then your neighbor who is by you, you sat on the same bus with to come to. Some of you sat on the same bus to somebody last week to come to church. You didn't even ask the person's name. So to the one you sat on the bus, you didn't even know how many people are on the bus or not. You think that's only the bus sometimes that we should know. But you should also know. Are you get what I'm saying? You are in amazing praise. Five people didn't come. But you don't care. You don't even know. It's only the leader who should know. You don't love God. So let's show love. How many of you are going to love God from today? 100%. So be, when we leave from church, do for your friend to say, how can you say you love God? Feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. Take care of my lamb. Know where they are. Know where they are. If they are sick, tell a pastor to visit them. Just a call from a pastor. You don't know what it can do to people. Last night, somebody said, somebody sent me a test. I don't know. But when you talk to this person, suddenly the person changes. Everything changes. I said, wow. Because when the, the pastor's voice is different. If you, if, you, if you really love the Lord. Are you get what I'm saying? Do you love God? I think let us let's put our hands on our heart and pray that Lord, let us love you. Bring, bring your love back into our heart. Let ten, take me to my first love. Let me love you. I love other things more than you. I give my time to other things more than you. It doesn't mean other things are not important. No, they are important. But show it by following a sheep. Show it by say, feed my lamp. Feed my lamp. And that's when God also takes care of you. When you do that which God loves, then God also takes care of you. Then you don't even ask. You don't ask him for money. You don't ask him for shed. You don't ask, but all this will be chasing after you. Because God sees a lover. And just as any man showers the love of his life with, with, with gift, then God also gives you gift because you become his lover. You have become his lover. He heals you without even asking. He protects you without even asking. He fights for you without even asking for it. Because he sees that you love him. He sees that you love him. Say, Lord, stir up my love for you again. And your word has shown me what to do. That's about the sheep. It's about the sheep. What just one sheep by your house that you always pass by. You knew him in your fellowship. You knew him in your basanta. But you've never done anything. It's not love. Lord. Just pray that the love of God will fill your heart. Do you love me, Peter? Do you love me? Some of you, God is just, God has been wanting just to bless you. 
But when it comes, it doesn't see love. It doesn't see love. And that's how you become discouraged. You say, of all the things I'm doing, why is God not blessing me? Because he can't feel your love. He can't feel your love. You just come and sit at the church and when you close, you go. You don't even try to see that there's what a sheep that you know, whether the person was in church or not, on your way just to call your sheep and say, why did even a friend, why were you not in church? Please, next week, come to church. Or even to tell the pastor that this person is not well or this person has not been coming. You don't care. How can you say you love God? How can you say you love God if you don't do this? Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. May we love you, Lord. May we love you, Lord. May we not just be Christians who just come to church, sing. Bible said these people, they, 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 they praise me, but their heart is far from me. Their heart is far from me. Let us not be described like those people. Let our heart be close to God and do what God are you praying for your heart? Are you praying? So when you ask you, where are your friends? You can't even tell us where they are. You don't care. And you say you love God. But because stir up your love. Stir up your love. To love him. And to love him more. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you for today. We give you praise. We give you glory. We worship you for who you are. Thank you. If you love the Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. And let's love God from today. Hallelujah. Very important, before we close, if today is your very, very first time of coming, you brought, first of all, it's your very first day of coming, or you brought somebody who is coming for the very first time, help the person to get up. Or if today is your first time of coming, can you please stand and give us a wave? If today is your first time of coming, can you give us a wave? Oh, put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together. Put your hands together for them. Wow. 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 That's wonderful. That's wonderful. You are looking for your friend you brought, isn't it? See if the person is standing. If you brought anybody, see if the person is standing. Okay, for those of you standing, if the Kettle Stars and Ashes can help me, can you please take your Bibles, your book, and come to me, wherever you are, whatever you brought. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. 
if you came with any of these ones, can you stand behind them? If you brought a person, can you quickly come and stand behind them? If you brought any of these ones, come and can come and quickly stand behind them. Oh, put your hands together for them as they come. Put your hands together for them as they come. They are still coming. They are still coming. It's a big room, so they have to walk for a distance before they get here. So. Ah, God bless all of you who brought these ones to church. God bless you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, those of us here in front and those in the congregation, shall we bow our heads? Now, you have been here before. You have been here before. But deep, deep down in your heart, with the sense of those standing here, deep, deep down in your heart, you have been here before, but you are not sure you go to heaven or hell when you die. You are not sure. You've been coming to church, maybe this is about your sixth time, tenth time, or your second time, but you are not sure you go to heaven when you die. And you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be sure that I am born again. And I want to be sure that I'll go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to be sure that I'll go to heaven when I die. You are here like that. I want you to raise your right hand and join. I'll pray for you right now. You want to be sure that you go to heaven when you die. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are. Close your eyes and lift it up. I know you want to lift up your hand. Lift it up high. God bless you. Lift it up high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. Up high above your head. God bless you. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. Lift it up high above your head. God bless you. Now, if your hand is up, wherever you are, with every eye still closed, kindly stand to your feet and come to me. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they come. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. God, you don't, there's no need, reason for you to come to church and die and go to hell. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. 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 Oh, okay. They are still coming. Put your hands together for them. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The reason is so that you don't perish. You don't come to church without knowing that you spend eternity in heaven when you die. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. God bless you. God bless you. Now let us all join together and say this prayer together. From your heart, many, especially those who are at the front, let's say this prayer together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Say, say it from your heart. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I thank you for loving me. I thank you for loving me. And being merciful to me. Today, today, I believe in my heart, in my heart that, Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ came to die for my sins, for my sins. And, I and I confess of all my sins. All my sins. I, ask you, I ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive me, to forgive me of all my sins. All my sins. And, today, and today, from my heart, from my heart I, say I say that Jesus, that Jesus is Lord. And I take Jesus into my heart as my Lord 
Savior. And my personal Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That just as I am, just as I am you have taken me as your child. You have forgiven me of all my sins. And from today, I am yours. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, Send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.